Hello, everybody. Yay, we're back. Hi. It's good to see you. Um, or hear you, or you guys hear us. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to start this podcast not by saying that, but by saying that we want you to close your eyes and take a big, deep breath in. Unless you're driving. Or keep them open, yeah. And a big breath out. I think the main uh, the main point is not even the eyes. It's the breath. And mm-hmm. we want you to take a big, deep breath so that you can feel that in that one single breath, there is just so much power. Because today we're talking about breath work and what it can do for us, how it can be used, and how really super simple and effective it is right yeah it's pretty impressive yeah we were on a we were on a gratitude adjustment meeting the other day and we did box breath box breath has been in the media because mac jones well i think it was in the media you know six months or eight months ago when it was talking about how the special forces train um trained for box breath and then mac jones was talking about it recently and how it gives him more focus, clarity, balanced um, ability, perspective, right? What did he say? Yeah. And for those of you who um, maybe don't follow sports as closely as we do here in New England, he's the rookie quarterback for the New England Patriots who's replacing Tom Brady. So all eyes have been on him and what he does and what he's doing um, just because we live in an area that focuses a lot on sports and puts a lot of value on sports performance athletic performance. Um, So yeah, Jill, he was talking about how it keeps him focused in times of stress. And you're right, the military uses it to train, I I think Navy SEALs, if I'm not mistaken, to stay as, oh, special forces, yeah, to stay as focused as possible um, while they're doing things that could really tax their nervous system and put them on high alert when they don't necessarily need to be in that extreme state of high alert, they need to be in that perfect place of alert and ready without overstressing themselves. Yeah, in steady state. We like yeah. to call it steady state. So, um, well, first box breath, I'll just give you, we won't do it, but box breath, um, which you can do in class, if you come mm. to my yoga class, <laughs> is um, it's a four count inhale, a hold for four counts a four count exhale, and then a hold on that exhale for four counts. And so what it's looking to do is just kind of balance out that inhale and that exhale and provide a little bit of a pause on the in-between. And I like what you said yesterday about the pause and the in-between, how it's it can be one of those hard places for us to, to go because there is so little kind of pausing. Yes, um, it's called breath retention whether it's the in or the out where you pause and it gives us that space to be still and even fidget a little bit and notice what happens when there's not something actively to do or to reach for. And it can give us that space to slow down, right? Yeah, to notice at least um, because sometimes retention can be really overwhelming or almost overwhelming. And so it's but that's still a valid thing to notice and to, and to be with. And so box breath gives you kind of all of those things, the ability to notice, to be, to work on retention, 
to work on even inhales and exhales. And what we thought was really interesting was kind of the realization of the group um, about what happens to your body on inhales and exhales. So I referred to it as steady state when we're kind of in a balanced state. And um, I think we've media, mainstream media or people in general have started talking a lot more about upregulating and downregulating. Um, upregulating is, this is all your autonomic nervous system, the stuff that's supposed to be automatically happening in the background of your body. And upregulating um, is your sympathetic nervous system. That's, you know, the fight or flight. That's what helps you to um, go move out of danger. And, you know, just simply to go move, you know, through exercise, uh, getting up, doing the things that you need to do. It's an upregulated state. And then you're downregulated as your parasympathetic, um, which is kind of the opposite. You're rest and digest, people typically call it that kind of that state in which you're in of relaxation or sleep. Well, sleep's even kind of deeper, right, than, than your parasympathetic? Yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's that next level. Yeah, I'm not even quite sure about that, but it's the two things in your waking state that you mm -hmm. need to, that you need to be thinking about is kind of that downregulating and that upregulating. And I think a lot of people feel upregulated a lot of the time. And there's nothing wrong with upregulation or downregulation. What we're looking for is your body's ability to toggle between those two, to find steady state more quickly um, so that you're in your just most natural balanced state. And breath work essentially hacks your automatic nervous system and allows for you to either upregulate or downregulate if you can figure out how to consciously breathe, control your breath. Uh, and I love that because it feels like such a quick fix and such a certain fix. What was I going to say? Oh, and so what blew them away yesterday, right, was that your inhale very subtly increases your heart rate. And for the most part, in generalized terms, an inhale is upregulating. And an exhale, your heart rate very your heart rate very subtly decreases, and it is a downregulating breath. So if you're looking to relax, to reduce stress, you want to look for those longer, calmer exhales, not big, huffy, puffy exhales, longer, calmer ones. And if you're looking to energize or upregulate, it's through inhales. So it's just really interesting as you think about how you're even just breathing right now, listening to this, are you more comfortable in your inhale or in your exhale? You're more comfortable holding the breath on an inhale or taking a bigger inhale? Or are you more comfortable taking a bigger exhale? I, I think it's with you and me, we always find it that you're more comfortable taking longer exhales. Mm -hmm. And I always think of you as being more down-regulated than me. And I find I'm more comfortable on the bigger inhales. It's and so interesting. Know, yeah, right? I don't know if that's a real connection, but it, I think it's something interesting to look at. Yeah. So when we were trying to give the gratitude adjustment group some concrete tools, when you're trying to relax or slow down, let's say it's the end of the day, you've done all the things that need doing and you need a space of calming down, you would generally try and breathe in for a count of perhaps six 
and breathe out for a count of eight. So taking it different than that, even four in hold, you know, that comes with box breath, a relaxing breath would be that longer breath out so your body gets used to feeling like it can drop into that state of rest, digest, settled, calm, even more patient. Um, sometimes it helps when you're having trouble sleeping to do that kind of a breath where the exhale is longer. It might even be a little bit of a hold at the bottom and then not rushing so much to get this huge inhale. The other thing we talked about that I thought was really interesting was anxiety. And when somebody wants another person perhaps to calm down, they might say, just take a deep breath. And that doesn't help when you're in a state where it feels like your breath is really shallow. It can feel like it increases anxiety to be told to take a deep breath because that for us signals to breathe in. And if, like you said, it's that upregulating that comes with the breath in, it can feel worse or more challenging or you, like you can't get enough. And so what really helps with anxiety is focusing on the breath out yeah. so that there's not that pressure of like, calm down, take an inhale. You know, it's like, calm down, just let the breath empty. Yeah. When you say take a deep breath to somebody, I think about this a lot with um, one of my kiddos who's has big emotions and he when I would say to him, take a, take a deep breath, um, he would go, <sighs> and right, that sounds, feels like hyperventilation, that deep, like rapid breath is counter to what we actually want him to do. And so when, um, you know, our therapist suggested that it was more like blowing, gently blowing a balloon up, right? It's what she's trying to get him to do is to focus on, the exhale and not on the rapid inhale, the intake, because that's where you can start to tell your body, like, I'm safe. I'm okay. I'm going to downregulate from this heightened state. Um, and so it's, if people should say, take a long exhale, <laughs> instead of take a deep breath when they want, when they want somebody to calm down. And I just think it's a really interesting way to, to play with it. And the other thing too, I was going to come back to is when you think about playing with your breath counts, right? You, that even state, that steady state's awesome for going into some place where you want to come focused, right? If you're about to walk into a meeting and you're either nervous or you're like, oh, I don't want to go into this meeting, right? It's that even count breath. If you're about to get creative, um, if you're about to work out, it's that kind of even count breath that can really get you into this steady state that you want to be in when you're about to focus. Um, and then upregulating, you can use those. We can talk about breath of joy uh, yeah. in, a, in a different podcast, I think, but it's um, a bigger inhale, right? How does it go? It's like three inhales and a big exhale. Yes. There's sort of swift, like in, in, in through your nose, one big out. And you kind yeah. of use that with some body movements too, that can help you relieve stress, which is another thing you and I can talk about how the body moves through a stress cycle. Yes. And how it often can get stuck because we're afraid to let those emotions move through, which can be really interesting. Yes, that's the next podcast. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. One good. quick thing I want to say, though, is that you and I both read the book Breathe, uh, Breathe by James, by James Nestor. Nestor. Ne yep. Yeah. Um, and he has some really good nuggets about athletic training and breath and how to use it really strategically. It's not comfortable for the body. 
but it can increase athletic performance. And it reminds me of the podcast we did on meditation. It's not necessarily comfortable to grow and change, but it can lead to some pretty amazing and impressive results. And we can also talk about that in another podcast too. Yeah. I have started using, um, breath retention on exhales, which is quite uncomfortable, uh, to build up CO2 for athletic performance, to build mm-hmm. up your resistance and, um, uh, your metabolic resistance. So it's, it's, there's like and millions of different things that you can use breath work for. And I love it. So yeah. we'll continue, we'll continue to dive in. Um, that book is really good. So that's a good suggested read. Yeah, it's great. Thanks, Jill. Yay. So that's our little podcast and our nuggets for today. We hope you enjoyed them. This is by Mike Borgonzano, Mikey Bikes on Spotify. Have a great day.